Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Casey Kasem, long-distance dedication to my late great father, Harvey, listening this morning. He did a great Louis Armstrong, Hello, Dolly, What a Wonderful World. This one's a Louis Armstrong classic. Dad, um, Happy New Year. There it is, first cry of the day. Again, I am the John Boehner of Radio Folks, 643 on your Monday morning. Special thanks to Janice Dean, still to come, Rich Lowry, Woody Giuliani, and Joe Tacopina. So I get a text, I got a bunch already this morning. From John Katz and Matides. But one of the texts he sent me was a list. And I'm not going to say what the list was because about 30 minutes after John Katz and Matides sent me the list, I get a text from the great congressman, my dear friend, Mr. Long Island, Mr. Homeland Security, Peter King. And he <laughs> talks about the same list and he said, and I quote, without giving out the uh, what the list was just yet, the exact text from Peter read, how could you not be on this list? And it's funny he said that because when John sent me the same list about 30 minutes before, I said the same thing to John. And John said, you'll be on it next year. And I said, at the rate I'm going right now, becoming a huge, huge star in New York and, and worldwide, the voice the everyday man's voice of the Republican Party, number one radio show in New York, books, TV, movies, all that stuff. Maybe John's right. Either way, what is the list? Right, you folks, have been, this is a great tease, Sid. What is the list? So without further ado, here he is. He's here every Wednesday at 840, but making a special Rosh Hashanah appearance, my dear friend Peter King. Peter, good Monday morning. Happy New Year. How are you, pal? Happy New Year. Happy Rosh Hashanah to you. And you. I was happy until I went over this list. Of, uh, <laughs> can I say what it is? I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, so you, you can, you can, you can uh, tell everybody what the list is now, now that you and John both sent it to me this morning. What is the list, Peter King? It is a list put together by the Jerusalem Post of 50 most influential Jews. <laughs> and I figured the top two people would be you and Moses. I mean, I couldn't imagine... <laughs> Anyway, and you're not anywhere in this list. There's no. names on there of people I've never heard of. Never heard of. They've done a lot of good work. But, sure. I mean, maybe maybe they confused. Maybe they thought you were an Italian gangster. <laughs> well, I've got uh, news. I got news on the Italian part of it with Columbus Day coming up next hour, which uh, which you're not that far from the truth. So they get to Zelensky 
Ukraine's champion, number one on this, 50 right. most influential Jews. Right. Israel's prime minister, Yair Lapid, is number two. Then you get a guy like Benjamin Netanyahu, number five. Anthony Blinken, the current secretary of state, number eight. But you're right, a lot of these names, I have no idea who these people are, Pete. Yeah, obviously, you know, Zelensky belongs to If you went down the street of New York and asked people who is more influential Jew, Sid Rosenberg or Anthony Blinken. Not even close. You, like, you're crazy. Not what even, even close. close. By the way, so, not even sorry. Zelensky. I know they're involved in a big war with Russia, but you ask New Yorkers who's a more influential right, Jew. New York, uh, I win. Yeah, of course. <laughs> in fact, yeah. is there any Jew in New York, Peter, that you could think of off the top of your head that is more influential than me? Maybe Dove Heiken? Well, I- I don't want to get uh, Rabbi Potasnik mad at me. Oh, but, Rabbi, uh, no, yes. I mean, uh, yes. No, I mean, you would definitely. I mean, at the top of the list, you'd have to be you, Rabbi Potasnik, stuff hiking, obviously. Yes. But again, you're the one who has the forum. You're there every day. and uh, That's right. So you're proud of being Jewish. You fight for what you believe in. You're out there. You're fighting anti-Semitism. And you're fighting for everybody. That's the whole thing. You're, uh, God, I love you. You're Jewish, but you fight for everybody. I do. I do. And uh, so I hope the New York Post or somebody is listening. If the Jerusalem Post has the 50 most influential Jews, maybe the New York Post, Miranda, will do the 50 most influential New York Jews, and then I can see my name on a, a list of Jewish people, which would make my father happy, by the way. But on a serious note, Peter, listen, I, I know I don't like this guy, so I tend to really go after him. Maybe this is the case again. I'll admit that, but things are so bad in New York. Again, another violent weekend. Look at the front page of the New York Post. I know Eric Adams' heart is in the right place. I know the Puerto Rican people just went through hell after Hurricane Fiona, but how the hell does this guy ever leave New York City when we're in the hole we're in now? Is that me being too hard on Eric Adams or not? No, listen, I understand why he feels you know, Puerto Ricans are a major part of our community here in New York, but the crime situation is so bad in New York. And it's, uh, again, these are not just, first, every crime is bad, every vicious crime is bad, but these crimes seem to be so uniquely vicious and random. I mean, just see that person yesterday, that elderly man who was hit in the face with a chair, yes. sitting over on the west side of Manhattan. Oh, yeah. The poor guy sitting there at a pizza place getting hit in the face with a chair. For no reason. Yep. I mean, this is not even a, a long-time grudge or anything. It's just some guy walks along the street, hits him with a chair. And that's, unfortunately, there's more and more of this random, random violence. People, you know, going by in bikes, smashing people, Asians being attacked, women being attacked, uh, senior citizens being attacked. No, I mean, this, to me, nothing right now should be more important than doing everything possible, going against crime, uh, you know, let the police do what they have to do. That's why I think, no matter what the polls are showing, I think Lee Zell is going to run a strong race, and the end he's going to win because there's so much anger and fear out there among very ordinary, normal New Yorkers. Not not people who are rabid, not people even uh, you know political ideologues. They're just people who want to be able to live in peace, who want their children and grandchildren to be able to ride the subways and go to the local park and neighborhood schools and all that. And to me, you know, we're losing that. It's, it was bad enough in the 70s, 70s and 80s when you had areas where there was crime, where you knew to stay away from. Now, I mean, you, you can be in midtown Manhattan. You can be in the uh, Upper East Side. You can be on Madison Avenue in the middle of the day, and you can be attacked. This, we never had though, that type of random, random brutal violence before. Now, you're a Republican, but uh, you're one of those guys that when you did serve in politics for almost four decades, Peter, 
You are friends with guys on both sides of the aisle, and ladies, I should say. And you like Kathy Hochul. Not that long ago, you said to me and Bernie that you liked her. And uh, you thought she was uh, actually a decent politician. Clearly, something has happened here, and you've gone completely the other way. Is that fair to say? Yes, it is. Uh, when I was chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, she got elected to Congress from uh, the Buffalo area in a special election. Uh, she was assigned to the Homeland Security Committee, uh, which was great to work with. She had come out of Erie County, where it was the county clerk. She wouldn't even give uh, driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. I mean, she was really taking a tough stand. Uh, she never joined in with the crazies in Congress, the crazy Democrats. She was a, a, a great to work with on the committee. And I thought, well, here we're going to have a, a, a at least a moderate slightly conservative Democrat, somebody in the middle of the road, someone you can work with instead. In fact, I was I, I was at, uh, at John Caspertini's, uh, the, the hotel he goes to in the Hamptons, and where he runs his like, Saturday seminars and forums, and she spoke the Saturday before she became governor. And I say, wow, we're going to have, you know, it was great to talk with her. I said, we're finally going to have something normal after you know the, the uh, chaos of the Cuomo years, and he had, he had lurched to the left. And I, I couldn't believe the way she's just turned around so so completely. Really, uh, really just pan, yeah. pan is to the left, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, the uh, one more will let you run. Uh, this is such a great surprise, Peter King. I can't get enough of you, to be honest. Lee Zeldin and, uh, and Hochul is the big one. But there are other races that are important. And, and some of these folks that are running on our side, I do say our side, uh, kind of looked at as fringe people, like my dear friend Tina Forte, I don't think Michael Henry falls in that category, but it does seem like Michael Henry is starting to gain on Letitia James in the race for attorney general. Are you paying close attention to those other races outside of, like, Zeldin Hochul? You know, I think, uh, you know, the Henry race can can be a, a, a sleeper here. What, what Tish James did with this whole going after uh, Donald Trump, first of all, with all the talk she talks about, all this fraud, all this, the fact is nobody lost money. Everybody made money on this, right. including the banks. Right. So who is the victim here? To have a 220-page complaint in a case where there's no victim? I mean, think of all the victims we have every day in New York, and she's going after Donald Trump in a case where there's no victims. And uh, to say that somehow banks are being fooled by, by his uh, bank statement or his uh, uh, representations about the Trump uh, industry, the Trump uh, empire, come on. I mean uh, – Banks can see through all that. They take all that into account. And whatever it is, you can criticize them. You say, you shouldn't have done this. To say that this is warrants a, like a one-hour news conference and a 220-page complaint, $250 million fine, ban them from business. No, this is – it was a stunt to me. It's really an abuse of the office. And I think more should be made of the fact that she ran – as a lawyer, she ran for office saying that she was going to go after Donald Trump. I mean, this is a uh, – a, a, a prosecutor in search of a crime. Usually you have the crime, and then you're trying to find out who did it or what the person did. Here she went looking for a crime, went looking for something. If she, if she you know, can't find the crime, the DA couldn't find the crime, so she has a news conference, all these prosecutors behind her. Why aren't they out in the street trying to find the bad guys rather than worrying about some kind of a, a proposal that Donald Trump made 10 years ago, 15 years ago? No, this is wrong. She really has abused her office, and people should, hopefully – Voters on both sides will realize that is an abuse of office. The attorney general's office should not be used for that at all. She should be impeached today for dereliction of duty. So uh, on this Rosh Hashanah, Peter, you do realize that all those elections that you won, the Jewish people well represented in Nassau County. So clearly the Jewish people love you. So um, on this Rosh Hashanah, you should probably go to Temple. You probably should. I'm just saying the Jews love you. 
No? If you call Bruce Blakeman, you can find a good temple for me to go to. <laughs> is he Jewish? Oh, sure he is. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should put yeah. him on today. Well, listen, you were great. And uh, just repeat one more time, if, in fact, a local paper does the 50 most influential New York Jews, who belongs at the very top? It should be Sid plus 49. <laughs> Uh, I love you, Peter. Thank you for the uh, for the call this morning. It was a great appearance, and we'll do it again Wednesday at eight forty. You are the absolute great best. See you then. All right, buddy. Thank you. There he is, folks. A little surprise call, Peter King. By the way, neither Janice Dean or Peter King were scheduled to come in this morning, but uh, everybody wants to come on. It's a powerful day, powerful influence. That's of, the, right. of a very influential Jewish man. Thank That's you, it. Lewis. How about that? Put him on the list, for God's sake. <laughs> Jeez, you and Moses right below. How about that? That is some very special company, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, I've seen you part Third Avenue before, so I'm not really that shocked. <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, Get out of the God. way. By the way, the uh, the greatest pitcher, some say, in the history of Major League Baseball, did not pitch on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. And only as this young kid who's filling in for Macedonia, Phil, while Phil fills in for Justin Ellick. Who am I talking about, Joe? Um, Come on. No way. Yeah, the greatest lefty of all time, uh, maybe the best pitcher. Jewish? No idea? No. Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax. Okay, so you have it. That hint alone, I wasn't able to figure it out. Yeah, well, you're young. How old are you? I'm twenty. I'm twenty-two. Right, you're young and stupid. One eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Another way to be. <laughs> I actually believe me when I tell you. I, I actually envy you. One eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Both ends of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Janice Dean and Peter King, Rich Lowry, Rudy Giuliani, and Joseph Tacopina. Still to come. Once again, Stop Louis Armstrong for my dad on this New Year's holiday, looking down from heaven. Harvey. I miss you, baby. Happy New Year. Yes, and keep on smiling. Keep on smiling, baby. And I hope Trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email. Email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.